Today's daf is daf hey hey in Yavamas. <clears throat> As we say, good morning and Chodesh Tov. Learn for a full shleima for Yosef Asriel ben Chaim Michal and Eliezer ben Ruma. And for Eli Neshama of Yitzchak Tzvi ben Chaim Yitzchak Tzvi ben Chaim for my great grandfather David ben Pesach Shreibno. <clears throat> so we got down on the, the pay hey to about the seventh, eighth line, Rapapa, Iklu or here says the Shechnitzav. That we find Shechnitzavo, we find elsewhere that place. These rabbis came to that place. They came to the place, the town of Avida Baravan, I guess, in that area. They asked them the following question The question we raised yesterday are women who are, who are fit to marry a Kohen. Are they forbidden from marrying a person who's possible like a halal? We know that a Kohen cannot marry a halala, a woman who's been defiled by somebody uh, that she wasn't supposed to be married to. Um, so a Kohen cannot marry a halala, but what about a halal? Can a regular woman who's fit to marry a Kohen, whether she's a Bas Kohen or a Yisraelis, or she's fit to marry a Kohen, is she forbidden from marrying a halal? Sherus, woman who are kosher, are they forbidden to marry somebody who's possible? Oh, lo. Amalu Rapapas. Rapapas said, Tanisua, let's look at the famous Mishnah, the beginning of the last parak in Kedushan. I saw Yosemite Bavel. When they came up from Bavel, the 42,000 and change Jews, uh, the few who showed up in Israel from Bavel, among them were different kinds of lineages. For example, we have Kohanim, Levim, Yisraelim, right? They were coming from Yisraelim, Chalalim. Chalam, we know, are uh, Kohenim who married the, uh, who, who the offspring of, uh, of a bad union between a Kohen and somebody who wasn't supposed to marry, like a Kohen who married a Grusha, Chalala, Zona, child is a Chalal. That's one of the kinds of, uh, of, of, um, of, of um, you know, lineages that came up there, uh, that came to Eris Israel, regular Kohenim in Israel, and Chalal, Gerim, Converse, Chorurim, freed slaves, Mamzerim, Nesinim, Asinim, whose, uh, whose uh, conversion was not really valid. Shtuki basubi, these are questionable. We don't know who the parents are. So in all these cases, what's the rule? So the mission says up there, Israel can intermarry with one another, like we do today. As long as you're not a Kohen, you can marry a Chalal, you can marry a Ger, you can marry a freed slave. They're allowed to marry one another. Gere, Charuri Mamzer, these who are not really part of Kahal Yisrael, right? Kahal or freed slaves Mamzer, all those Mutomans Mamzer, because they're all not considered the Kahal. It doesn't say that a Kahanas can marry a Chalal, says Kahana can only marry with Levi and Yisrael. It doesn't say marrying a Chalal. Mashma that a Kahanas, a, <coughs> a qualified Jew, a Jewish woman who's a Bas Kohen, who's fit to marry a Kohen, cannot marry a Chalal because it doesn't mention that. So that's a proof that they cannot, contrary to what we learned yesterday. If the women can marry the equivalent men and the men can marry the equivalent women, then tell that. In other words, Kohanim and Strong can all intermarry with one another, regardless of male and female. Kohanim males can marry uh, Israel females and vice versa. But in the case of Kohen, keeping the Ilu boy in the midst of Chalal, but in the case of a Kohen, we know that a Kohen cannot marry a Chalal. The Apostle says, since the coin can't marry halal, so Loktani, we didn't mention it, even though, even though really a Bas coin could marry a halal, 
But since a coin cannot mirror a chalala, it's not mentioned. In other words, the ones in the mission only mentioned where it goes both ways. The men can, the, if the men have this disability or this qualification or this lineage, they can marry women of a similar lineage and vice versa. But in the case of the coin, the coin cannot marry the chalala. That's why it's not mentioned that the halal can marry a, co- a bas coin, even though he actually could. So therefore, it's no proof from there. That's what he answered them. Right? Rav Huna Bar answered him. He says, you can't prove anything from there. Then, <clears throat> therefore, it's not mentioned. A coin can't marry a halal, but indeed a halal could marry, could possibly marry a bas coin. They came before Ravidi Baravin because we said it was his town. Amalahu, he said, Dadaki, children. We had yesterday's Marbunov says, women who are kosher marry Cohen, like a Bas Cohen, they are not forbidden from marrying a halal, somebody who is a puzzle of Cohen. And that's how we come out, and that's that's how we hold. She is right? So there's no prohibition. However, where is it forbidden? As we saw yesterday, if it's forbidden in the Torah for a Cohen to marry a Grusha, it's also forbidden for the Grusha to marry a Cohen. And just like a coin girl cannot marry a man, it's forbidden the Yisra's on her too. As we saw from Yudom Rav's halacha, So we said, even that, even if that only applies to all Jews, not just to Kornim, but we said from we learn out that double usher to teach me that when a coin is prohibited from marrying a uh, person like a Halala or a Zona or a Grusha, she's also forbidden to marry him. However, that doesn't work in the case of a coin, a, um, uh, a coin who can't marry a halala. In that case, uh, a, a, a the yes, the coin can't marry the halala, and she's forbidden to marry him too. But a coin who's a a, a coin who's a halal could marry a bas coin. There's no forbidden. It's not forbidden either way over there. Whereas when something is forbidden for a man to do, whatever is forbidden for him to do, whether it's eating treif, observing Shabbos, or marrying a kind of person. It's the equivalent is forbidden for her too. She can't eat rape, she has to keep Shabbos and she can't marry him, the Grusha can't marry him. However, in the case of the Halal, he could marry a Baskon. Right. So we said in the Mishnah that so what's the Halacha over there? Meaning, let's say you're a, let's say Reuben is, uh, cannot marry his grandmother, right? And let's say he did, over in Isidrabonan. And, but his brother, when he dies with no children, his brother Shimon, it's not his grandmother. He has a different grandmother on his mother's side. So therefore, <laughs> it's not usher him. So what's the halacha there? So he said that's the case also where it's mutter to one and usher to the other, or vice versa, whoever's grandmother it was. However, we did say in the Mishnah, there was another point that um, the ksuba said in the Mishnah that the, uh, in these cases of, of Shinis B'nevi Sofram, they're not entitled to the ksuba. Even though a Kohen who marries a Gushu is not supposed to, the Kushan's chal, she gets the ksuba. That's pretty strange, isn't it? When you're over in Israel in the Torah, she gets the Ksuba. She's entitled to Ksuba. When you're over in Israel upon it, you don't get the Ksuba. What's going on over here? So the Gemara is now going to describe that. One minute, B'nai Biri, the people from Biri asked for Shesh, Mem Shestapan question. Let's say she's <coughs> she's forbidden as a secondary Isser. Let's say she's the grandmother of Reuven, but not the grandmother of Shimon. So she's Shniya uh, to the husband, to Reuven, but not to Shimon. Uh, does she have a ksuba from the other? Mishnah says she doesn't get a ksuba. She doesn't have a ksuba from Ruvain because she's because we want her to leave the marriage. We want her to stop. Stop being married to your grandmother. It isn't nice. So in order to encourage her, we say, you know, you're not going to get any ksuba. You might as well leave right now. 
So what about, is she entitled to the Ksub from the Yavam, who is not a Shnia to her, not a Shnia to this grandmother? Since the Ksub comes from the Nechas and the assets of the first husband, that's Reuben, she's not entitled because she's not entitled, even though, even though Shimon, the brother, is not forbidden to marry her, but would, would, she, would she get the Ksuba from, uh, the, since the Ksuba is supposed to come from Reuben, and Reuben doesn't give her Ksuba in this case because it's his grandmother, oh, so she doesn't get the Ksuba. Since if, let's say, the first brother, Reuben, left no assets, the Rabbanan said, well, the second guy, Yavam, even though he didn't make the deal with her originally, she sort of fell into his lap, right? So to speak, she fell into his lap. She should still, he should still give her ksuba. What's the reason for ksuba? If you learn it's Rabbanan, uh, or if you want to explain the reason to the Torah, but the basic reason of ksuba is he should think twice before divorcing her. So here too, if a, if a Reuben died with no children and he left zero assets, now she falls to, to, uh, to Shimon. So Shimon should give her a ksuba. So that she'll show talk about it. So do you say in here, here also that she would get the ksuba from Shimon, who she's not a Shnir to? Islam, maybe she would have the ksuba. The ksuba comes from the first husband. If she was a Shnir, if she was like, like the grandmother or the son's daughter in law, whatever, a secondary relationship to the husband, she's not even doesn't get from the oven because since the original marriage was no good, was not sanctioned by the rabbis. She's not entitled to at all. She shouldn't have married the guy. She's not entitled to So that's the answer. The answer is she doesn't get any ksuba in that case at all. In a regular case, Reuben married a nice girl. Everybody liked the marriage. It was kosher and yasher. But he died with no children and no money. And she fell to Shimon. So Shimon, the rabbi said, you should have a ksuba there too. But in this case, where she wasn't supposed to marry Reuben because it was Reuben's grandmother, no ksuba at all. Says so okay, fine. We understand that. You just said there that the ksuba is from the first husband, not from the second husband. You say over here, if she was a shniya to the husband, she doesn't even get from the from the oven. Mashmed, there is a ksuba from the oven, like we learned before. The answer is yes, there is. So Normally, the ksuba for Yavama comes from the chas and the assets of the first husband. Be less than a reason, but if he didn't leave anything over, he hasn't have anything to machine, then the second husband should give. However, if the first marriage was no good because he married his grandmother, somebody he wasn't supposed to marry, then the oven gives her no ksuba at all. Meaning, even if the first, first husband had assets, she doesn't get any ksuba. That's the idea. She should have left the marriage. If it's for the second husband, does it have to be equivalent to the, to the other? No, minimal. There, there wasn't the, 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 the first guy wrote, you mean? Yeah. No, presumably it's only the minimal, the 200 shekels. Is it presumes only the minimal one. But in this case, where she wasn't supposed to marry Reuven, even if there was money, even if Reuven had money, he doesn't have to give her any ksuba. No ksuba at all. She's not entitled. The rabbis voided it. And, uh, and even if she wasn't forbidden to marry Shimon because she wasn't his relative, she wasn't his grandmother, but since she came to Shimon only from a, uh, from a forbidden marriage, she's not entitled to anything. What about the sermon of the Torah? <laughs> Even though we throw in chalus over here, we, we, we'll come back to this. Chalus is really only Rabbanan, but we always mention grush and chalutza together. The rabbis from Metak and chalutzah should also is also forbidden to marry a kohen, just like a grusha, because if they were matzah chalutza, they'll come to matzah grusha also. It's all Rabbanan. But basically, the summer time on the rice, on malakai gola grusha chalutza kaihega yeshem zos einem zos. 
So we seem to indicate in the Mishra she's entitled to the Ksuba, even though it's a forbidden marriage. The rabbi said a Kohen should marry Grusha. We know today in Israel, the rabbi, the rabbinate will not allow a Kohen to marry Grusha. Some do, do without the rabbinut. Right? You get two Adam, it's, uh, you can marry a Kohen, can marry Grusha. Okay, you're not supposed to. The kids will be halalim. But, and if you do, she's entitled to the Ksubas, we saw, seems to say in the Mishnah. Well, is she entitled to Mizonos? Is she entitled to sustenance? Does he have to give her, you know, feed her? Um, what's the case? If, she, if she's living with him right now, why would we tell her to feed her? She's supposed to, we want to encourage them to get divorced. So you're not going to say, give her food? Don't give her food. We're talking about a case where she needs his income. Today, you know, many cases, the, even in the Gemara, she had more income than him. She says, keep your money and leave me out of this, you know. I'll feed myself. But when she needs the food, why would we Why would we encourage them to stay together? We're trying to get them to get divorced. He's not supposed to say married to her. So if he's married to him, uh, of course we're trying to say, we're trying to get them to divorce. Why would we tell them to feed her? Just the opposite. Don't feed her. Let her out. So here's the case. He married a coin, married a Grush, and he went overseas. And she had no food. She borrowed money from people with the understanding that the husband will pay him back. And she ate from that money. My Mizona tonight, so did you say that Mizono is a condition of the Ksuba? Since she's entitled to a Ksuba, Islam Zona, she's entitled to too, because the marriage is valid at the end of the day, even though it's forbidden, it's valid. Since she has a Ksuba, she's entitled to Mizona too, and the husband has to pay back for that Mizona. So, Oduma, Ksuba, Don Mishko, Mepik, Islam. The ksuba we give her because she's entitled to ksuba menatora, let's say. And the ksuba is also made, you know, he pays off the ksuba and she leaves. Mizone, but the mizonos, by saying you're giving mizonos, that's encouraging him to stay. The ksuba is not necessarily encouraging him to stay. The ksuba can say, listen, pay her off and get her out. Giving her mizonos and saying feed her all the time, that's like encouraging him to stay. So maybe she hasn't taught that. Amalek Lesla. So he answered him. That was the question that was raised. Rabbi Lezer asked the question of Rabbi Yochanan, is she entitled to Mazonos or not? And the answer is, she's not entitled to Mazonos. Too bad. And whoever lent her the money, if she can't pay it back, he's out the money. Lester, she's not entitled to Mazonos. I have a tiny little another Bryce say Yeshla. Another Bryce says that she isn't entitled to Mazonos. What happens if he didn't make it back from his trip? When he didn't make it back from his trip, so now there's no concern about trying to get them apart you know, trying to push them apart and trying to get them divorced because he, he didn't make it back anyway. He's dead. So after he died, she was married to him, right? She's entitled to her ksuba. She's entitled to Mazonas too until she gets married or until the ksuba is uh, is all paid out and there's no money left. She's entitled to her Mazonas because just like she, it's a tonight ksuba, she's entitled to ksuba, she's entitled to Mazonas. Ah, we don't want to give her Mazonas in a case where they're still married because we want to encourage them to part ways. But over here, he's dead anyway. Uh, is some someone the other way around? Um, related that Velfan answered the question. Tanya Yeshla, the advice says she's entitled to us. Being my money, how about my girls? Right? Why would she give Mazonos if <clears throat> he's supposed to get rid of her? He's supposed to divorce her. Why would we encourage him to give her Mazonos that would encourage her to stay? Uh, but Tanya Yeshla, but on the other hand, the price says Yeshla, she's entitled to But if he's not dead, we don't encourage him, and therefore, even though she's entitled to the Ksuba, she's not entitled to. Again, like in the East Sermon, the Torah, again, Chalus is going to be a problem. But in general, we're talking about the East Sermon, the Torah, she's entitled to Ksuba, she's entitled to Peros. 
right? If he ate her payros, he's entitled to them back. If it was uh, some Basel or whatever, or if he divorced her, he's got to pay her mizonos, belos, all the stuff that he ate up or he consumed of her assets. She's entitled to everything because it's a measure of Torah. He psula, she is psul. Why does that mean? Coin marries a grusha, he's turned her into a halala. In case of a monokai gadol, he's turned her into a halal, right? Because an amana could marry a coin, but if it's an amana coin gadol, which was a forbidden marriage, he's also turned her now into a halala. Okay, grusha anyway can't marry a coin, but she's puzzled to marry a coin. With a lot of puzzle, her child is also a halal or a halala boy or girl, and therefore the child is puzzled. And because of that, we'll see, because they're puzzled anyway, that's enough to discourage them from getting married. Now, as the rabbis didn't put on an additional injunction saying, you're not going to get the ksuba anymore. Since Manatora, they're married, she gets the ksuba. There's enough reason not to stay married because she's going to turn her kids into every child that she has is going to be a halal. We force him to divorce. Since Shniyas only is from itself. Well, again, like marrying your mother's mother, your grandmother, or marrying your son's daughter-in-law, other Shniyas. Since on Yasserim, she might say, this seems strange. When they're over in Yisra Torah, she gets the Ksuba and everything. When she's over in Yisra she doesn't get. Why? We'll explain why. She's not a, she's not a, 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 a zone. That is not, she wasn't over in Yisra Torah. She's only over in Yisra so she's not a halal or a zona, but Vlada Kosher, her child is not a halal. The government said, well, we forced him to get rid of him because she's over on a drabanan of marrying your grandmother. Amram Shimon Lazar. What's the reason for this? Why do we say Amman has a ksuba? Amman why should she get a ksuba? She was over in Israel. She's possible because he turned her into a halal. Now, is he possible? Is he possible, this coin? He's not possible himself. He doesn't become a halal. She is halal. But possible, even my mission is going to be here. She is possible. Rosh explains that he is possible, rather. It means that we don't allow him to do a vote in the base of Mikdash until he for, until he forswears and says, I'm not going to, I'm going to, I'm getting rid of her. I'm not going to marry her, anybody like that. He's possible to do a vote. That's the rabbis added that on. Menatari is not possible. But again, since he's possible in this way, at least, and she's possible, and Komakim Shu possible, he's possible, says Rabshim Menalazar. This is what Shimon Lozak says. Whenever he's puzzled and she's psula, that's an, enough of a discouragement, meaning that they should, that they'll part ways and kansu osoksuba. In other words, the rules of the stay. Kansu osoksuba means we find him. We don't find him. We don't cause her to lose the We just, we, we, we employ the regular rule that he has to give her the ksuba. Why? Because it's enough that since, since, he, uh, since they're puzzled, since he's puzzled and she's psula, that's enough of a discouragement that they should leave the marriage without having him to lose her ksuba. She's entitled to ksuba because they're married. Say, so, well, let's take away the ksuba she, she should leave. Enough, it's enough that she's puzzled by living with him and she, has, she shouldn't consummate the marriage with him. And her children that she has afterwards are going to be, it's enough for them to leave the marriage, even if she's already a halala, but yet she doesn't want her children to be halala. Yeah. Just a clarification. If the Kohen marries a grusha, mm-hmm. Right. Does she become a halal? No, 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 no. That's what I just said. She she becomes halal. Well, she's already a grusha. She's already forbidden to marry a coin anyway. But let's say it's a coin girl marrying an almana, where an almana normally could marry a coin. She becomes a halal and she couldn't marry a regular coin afterwards. The coin girl marries an almana. She is forbidden. She becomes a halala and the children become halalim. But he doesn't become halal. Right. There's no way to disqualify him. But the rabbis disqualify him from avoda as long as. He stayed in the in the bad marriage. Correct. It's the coin. They say he can't do the avoda. It's like uh, it's like you know when somebody does something against the Torah and many shuls don't allow him to have an aliyah. 
you know, like that kind of a thing, as long as you're going to do that, you know, like people, guy says, listen, I'm a Chal Shabbos, but I like the singing in this shul anyway. They do have singing, right? So yeah, I like the singing here. Can I join? Well, one of the rules, you know, shuls, every shul can make their own rules, you know. Uh, and when I grew up in St. Louis, almost all the Orthodox shuls, the parking lots were packed on Shabbos. Almost, almost all of the Orthodox shuls. They can have their, everybody can have their own rules. You know, some of the young Israel movement used to have a rule that you can't be an officer in any young Israel unless you're, you keep Shabbos, you know. Uh, or a shul can have whatever rules they want. So, you know, in my mind, an Orthodox shul should say you have to keep Torah mitzvahs, otherwise don't be a member here, go join some other shul. Anyway, that's what the rabbi said. If Cohen marries a, uh, somebody he's not supposed to, shouldn't do the avoda. But he doesn't become puzzle himself. He does chuba, he can, uh, he can marry, uh, you know, he, he's, still, he's still a coin. He's still a coin. Okay. Where do we have? <coughs> we have the, the rabbis instituted that uh, a Kohen who marries a Grusha, right? He's, that he, it's, it's Mirabonan. It's, it's, it's halacha today that the uh, Rechorim said that if a Kohen marries a Grusha, that he shouldn't duchen and shouldn't give an aliyah as a Kohen anymore. He loses, you know, I renounce my Kohen. <laughs> he renounces his Kohen effectively. And that's that's really what Orthodox shuls. However, it's not Minatora. Minatora that doesn't. It is a disqualification in in our lives. Yes, in things that are done, we don't give him Cohen anymore, and he shouldn't do it. And we've had cases like that. You know, we've had there are no many cases like that. That's not locha, but it's all drabonan. You know, it's not Minatora. He doesn't become us. Okay, and we said here he becomes possible to do the avoda. You know, so he can't do can't do him things like that. And the top line on the days now. Why do we say the sheaves don't have exuba? Because they haven't lost anything. In other words, they haven't over on any Israel in the Torah. By him marrying his grandmother, is only over on Israel Abundance. So he's still a Kohen. Uh, he still can do the Avoda. And she still can do, uh, she's kosher to marry a Kohen because she hasn't done anything wrong in the Torah. We, we say, you know what, don't, you're not going to get exuba now. That maybe that'll discourage you to stay away. We're not the, the Torah didn't discourage you from staying away by turning you into halala, right? So we have to discourage you some way. So we say, you know what? You might as well leave. You're not going to get any money at the end of this anyway. You're not going to get a ksuba. That's what Rosh Hashanah says. Rabbi says a different reason. Hello, the Torah. This doesn't need any strengthening. It's good enough. The Torah said that we don't have to add on any things like taking away the ksuba and the mazonas and things like that. Hello, the from. Marrying a shnia, marrying your grandmother is only an isser drabbanan, and the so from words from the rabbinic laws, they need strengthening, and therefore the rabbi said, take away her ksuba. Davracher, listen to this carefully. Another reason, zemagila zehu magila magila. So, in one case, she induces she induces him. In other, in, in rather zehu magila. In this case, he induces her, meaning if she knows that her children, she's going to come a halala. And her children are going to be halalim. She's not happy about that. So why would she? Why would she marry him? Because he's uh, he entices her to get married. So in that case, we say, you know what? You still have to pay the ksuba because you're a bad boy because you're encouraging her. But in the case where uh, of let's say where the shnias where uh, they're both kosher. So uh, so why should why should this grandmother want to marry her grandson? Because she wants to be married. She's not going to lose anything anyway. <clears throat> so she's encouraging him, and therefore we discourage her by taking away ksuba. Who said that davracher? Was it the first shita? Was it Shimon Lazar who gave this business about where they're all both kosher 
we make him pay the ksuba, and when they're both not kosher, when they both become puzzle, we take away the ksuba, right? When they're, when they're both kosher, kamak mashu puzzle ksula, we give him ksuba. Where they're, where, they're, where they're not the squall, where they're both kosher, we take away the ksuba, we have a or is it Rebbe? The one's Meritor, one's Rabban, so we'll see. Again, some say it was What's the reason? Why do Rabshim Allah say that when he's puzzled and she's puzzled, we make him pay the ksuba? When they're not, we make him pay the ksuba because he's the one, he's the one who's inducing her to get married because she, Harvard said, she should marry somebody else. She doesn't want her kids to become halalim and she becomes a halala. You know, it does, it's, it's a taint. It's a, uh, you know, it's a bad uh, reputation. Yeah, 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 oh, you can't marry her. She's, you can't marry a coin. So, so who's causing the marriage? Who's inducing the marriage? Probably he is. He's encouraging her to get married. So therefore we say, it's his fault. Take, make, make him pay the ksuba. But if they're kosher and not kosher, if they're both kosher, like in case where you marry your grandmother, that you haven't done any yusum in the Torah, so we, we take away because again, normally a woman wants to get married. Normally, a woman wants to get married more. It's more, it was more of a um of a again, it's more of a of a taint of, of a uh, bad thing for a woman to be alone, those days she couldn't earn a living, etc. So it was difficult for a woman to be alone. A woman wants to be married more than a man. So we assume that she encouraged the marriage over here, and therefore we take away. So the some say Rebbe Kanila. That it was Rebbe who said this in the rice and Rabbanan. Here's a Rebbe said, look, if it's Menatora, the Torah doesn't need physic, you can give it the Ksuba. That was the any strength in it. He said, Rabbanan, Rabbanan need physic. So he had an, an additional prohibition and said, you know what? She doesn't have the Ksuba, an additional uh, fine that she's not going to get her Ksuba because it's only an issue of We need strengthening. But Rebbe says, the Chalutz is a problem. Chalutza is only drabanan, and so she gets the ksuba. We said, Grusha Chalutza gets the ksuba. Chalutza is only drabanan. According to his father, there's only drabanan. She should not get the ksuba because we, since it's a only drabanan, it needs more strengthening. Adarama, I'll tell you what it is. Kevin, the apostle law, uh, since he takes it by marrying her, he causes her to lose the truma drabanan. Zehumagila, right? He's causing her to get married because he's caused. She doesn't want to get married because she's going to leave there and not be Truman now. So why is she marrying this? Uh, why, is she, why is the coin marrying this Chalusa? Because he's inducing her. He's encouraging her to get married. So therefore, we take away. Therefore, since he's doing it, we make him pay the Ksuba like a Grusha, like a Grusha Marincon. So in a case where it's only a Drabanan, a regular Drabanan, where no, there's no Sul involved, nothing happens, there's no Sul involved. Then we take away Rikshiva. Micah Bain, Rebbe of Shimonos. What's it? Machnina with reason is Christ or Rabban like Rebbe of Shimonos, reason apostle and apostle. I'm Rafkist, I'm Zeus and Sili Israeli. Here's the difference. If you say the reason is the Raisa, this is also the Raisa. The Israel Mamzerus and the Sina marrying Israel, Mary, not supposed to marry Israel. That's a Daraisa. So she would get the Ksuba. No, right? According to Rebbe, that's the Raisa. She get the Ksuba. doesn't need strength. If the reason is because he causing her to get married, when she's a Mamzerus, she's the one who wants to marry him, right? Right? She, she, Mamzerus feels outcast and she wants to marry him, as we said, because she, even though her kids are going to be Mamzerim also. The mother of Amzeris, but as we see, what Tarfin says is away from Mamzer from Tarf by marrying a Shifra, and the kid is an Eved, and then you can free him and he can get out of the Mamzeris. So, therefore, she's the one who's encouraging him to get married. So, if the reason is because who's inducing who to get married, then since she's inducing the marriage over here, we take away the Ksuba. So, we be an Achmina, a Mamzeris or an Sina marrying Israel, 
if the reason is Daraisa uh, or Drabanan, well, it's Isra Daraisa, so therefore you'd have to give the Ksuba. If the reason is because she's inducing the marriage over here, she's encouraging the marriage, since she's causing it because she wants to marry Israel and at least have a child who she can be metaher, therefore we take away her Ksuba according to Rabshimna Lazar. That's not going to help her. The kid's always going to be not only an Evan, by marrying a, by her kid, her kid is a mamzer marrying a shifa, and therefore her grandchild will be a Evan who can be freed and be a regular Jew or marry regular Jews. Not going to help because the kid's a mamzer also. So she's not going to encourage the marriage, not going to help her anyway. Because she's still going to be, her family's still going to be a mamzer, and all she's going to do is cause fights with her husband because now she's going to cause his kids to be a mamzer. So she's not the one who induces it. Elmer Rabiosa, we're looking for a different. Masak Mishasa Mishanissa, speaking now. The Bach takes out Mishanissa, but Rosh keeps it anyway, because that's the issue we're talking about. Masak Mishasa Mishanissa, if she marries somebody else in between, take her back. Mandoma Daraisa, since it's the Nisha Daraisa, Hanami Daraisa, and therefore she's guest Ksuba. Umandoma, the reason is, Rosh Hashanah says the reason is because if he encourages the marriage, this forbidden marriage, he has to pay the ksuba. She is the one who's encouraging the marriage over here because she wants to marry him more than he wants to marry her. This also would make a mamzer. So she doesn't want to have mamzerim over here. So she doesn't encourage this marriage. We're meeting. So again, what would be in, what, what's the case of an afternoon between Rebbe and Shmulazar? Where she's a bula, meaning she's not an almana, but she's not a virgin anymore. So what's the issue over there? It's only an Isra say. It's not an Isra la. Uh, so, in a case like Yamadam, if the Isra is the Rice, so and Amid the Rice, she's entitled to the Ksuba. According to Rabbi, is it the Rice or Rabban? The Rice, she gets the Ksuba. The Rabban, she doesn't. This is a Derisa. Mandam is Shuhumar Gila because he's encouraging her. She is the one who's encouraging over here because she has, the, kids are, uh, the kids are not going to be uh, ruined anymore. Right, Baula Pnui Lekangarash says, "Essay to Psula Psula, below Baula, below Bamachas Essay, below the Zona Leka, Hacha the Ain Zona and Nivas Bia Isura." So she's not a Zona; it's only an Isur Essay, and therefore she is not. Nobody's getting ruined over here. She's going to encouraging it more, and if she encourages it, we take away her Ksuba. So again, if you hold like Rebbe, she would get the Ksuba, Baula Kangarol. Because it's forbidden in the Torah, but if you say the reason is because of becoming puzzle, therefore um, she would be over here where become puzzle. She would be the one who is uh, encouraging it, and therefore uh, she would lose the ksuba. Well, says no. This is also a case of a halal, even though she's only even though she's not an almana, she's not a grusha, she's simply not a virgin anymore. That's a halal too. The coin's not supposed to marry her. There's even a halal from chavayesed. Before we we assume. That only a halal is from a low sasa, you shouldn't marry Gush, you shouldn't marry an almana if he's a coin gadol. But from an asay, simply that she's not a virgin, that would not make a halal. But that's a halal also. So therefore, she wouldn't encourage marriage. Hello, Margale, hello, Midi. Hello, Mervashi, Master, Suffolk, and Sota, Sakim now. If he's a Suffolk, so what does that mean? A Sota, a regular Sota is a Suffolk, meaning he warned her not to be, not to have seclusion with a certain guy. And and then after she had seclusion with that guy, and there were eight him to that. So now it's a Suffolk. She's a possible. Adulterous or not? Pasik says <coughs> he's a, if she's not supposed to sleep anymore with the husband or with the Baal, right? This is an Isra Daraisa. That's the Sotan. We're talking about Sotan. We're talking about a Sotan. A, a suffix Sotan is the Sotan Isra in the Torah. So she entitled. She is the one who's encouraging it back. She's so she wants to marry him because kids don't become puzzle. So she's the one who's encouraging it. Except for she should lose the Ksuba. 
Masha holds that even if he's on the way to uh, to, to the base of Migdash to give her the drink, the Maimaran, and he lives with her, that's also turns her into a zona. So then she becomes possible to her car. And so she, if she wouldn't encourage Blomidi, so again, Elam Ravashi, so the Vada What does that mean? Uh, so we know that she committed adultery. Her Adam and she committed adultery. So in that case, Midaraisa, you know, Spasa, Mashmala Spasa Asura, so what she's also to marry. Uh, it's, it's also Mena Torah to marry, uh, to stay married to her husband. Therefore, it's an innocent Torah, she's still entitled to Utsuba. So the answer is it's still there's no mamzer from the But again, so in this case, she encourages him to get married, and therefore she would lose the ksuba. But since if you hold that the reason is who's who's doing the encouragement, who's the one who we're trying to uh, who are trying to uh, keep from encouraging the the marriage. So since she encourages the marriage, we, we take away her ksuba. If you hold the iser, what it's the raisa, you don't take the ksuba, only answer with Rabbar we take ksuba, this is an iser, the raisa, and therefore she wouldn't tell the ksuba. There would be a nafkina between Rebbe and Rav Shimon Lazar. It says the Mishnah, Basis Rome who rests the coin. Basis Rome who's engaged to a coin. She's engaged to a coin, she's entitled to eat truma. Minat Torah, she can eat truma. But Rabbi said, don't eat truma because we're afraid she's going to give it to her family, right? So if she's engaged to a coin, or Mumbaraskan, let's say her husband died. She got she was she was a co- married to a coin and she got pregnant from and he died. So can she eat truma? No. She marries the coin, or she's she her husband died. She's waiting to marry her brother Shimon's also a coin. All these people cannot eat truma because as we said before, Uber and Yavam Erison post them, they possibly eat truma, but they don't, but they don't cause her eat truma. Came Bas coin the Israel. She's a Bas coin who ate truma in her father's house and she's engaged to Israel. She forbids, in other words, engagement apostles are from getting for eating truma, it doesn't give her truma. Let's say she's engaged to a lady. Anybody can eat meiser. We'll talk about that. But we're assuming now that who can eat meiser? Only a bas levi, right? But let's say the bas levi, uh, she's bas levi, engaged to a lady, engaged to a lady, embarrassed to a lady, she's a lady, or bas levi, engaged to Israel, lo tochem meiser. Bas levi, when rest of the coin, when rest of the coin, she's a lady, coin. In other words, we're assuming now that a lady is entitled to eat meiser, nobody else. Uh, Cohen is entitled to eat truma, nobody else. And if you're engaged to one of these, that you you if you're if you're engaged if you're entitled before, you're not entitled now. And if you're going to be entitled after the marriage, you're not entitled while you're engaged or while you're pregnant with this child. All that we'll see we discussed before, but we'll see more of it in the Gemara. We'll pick up from here from tomorrow, tomorrow, Mr. Shem. You must ask right away. What do you mean? Uh, anybody can eat. Anybody. Any can eat mice. So we're going with the sheet that also that only a lady, only a lady or a boss lady is entitled to eat mice. Chodesh Tov Lekula.